before I start part two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Part two of the Tiffany situation. Fucking Tiffany. Um, I have to tell you, a really, I don't know, I, I am taking it the way that I'm taking it, but I want to know how you would fucking take this if this happened to you. Okay. So I was walking out of work to like go take a, like take like a five ten minute walk just because like sitting in a chair for eight hours a day is incredibly fucked up so yeah, it, is. it sucks yes so i was like i'm gonna go take a walk so like i was walking past security at the front doors of my office and i'm walking and now mind you i'm an introvert i don't fucking say hi to anybody i don't not yeah. like i'm not being rude i just it takes energy to say hi and think and say, hi, how are you? And come up with witty responses. And I don't want to fucking do that. I'm sorry. So. Fair. Totally fair. As I'm walking out. Uh-huh. I hear, it doesn't really register in the moment, but like my subconscious handles it. And it just was not the way I wanted that to fucking go down at all. I wanted to, to actually do something. Yeah. The security guard, it's just me. It's just me and the security guard in this like space. And he goes, Look at you walking, and I was like, yeah. and, and I'm immediately my subconscious, like I just said, yeah. And then I registered. Did he just fucking say that to me? And I look at him, and I'm just kind of staring at him, and he's just like, "How are you doing?" I was like, "Um, good." Was better I'm- fucking thirty seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I really. That's what I wanted to say, but it didn't until the interaction ended. It didn't register with me until he what he said i I didn't understand what he said until like after because i was i was almost in disbelief and my brain wasn't actively engaging and listening to somebody talking to me because that's the last thing i give a fuck about so i was just like uh yeah i'm good i'm just gonna go um get the blood flow going how's it going with you and he was like oh good good and i was like all right cool great it made me so uncomfortable that i had to walk through the other door of my office and it, that whole, like, walking around took 20 minutes for me to get back to my office. Yeah. I think um, if somebody said, like, oh, look at you walking, I'd be like, oh, look at you just fucking sitting. That, what? <laughs> what the fuck? It's just, what? it's, I hate it because, like, I'm not, like, on the ready to, like, have, yeah. like, my fucking, because uh, that's what I wanted to say is, like, I was good before you said something to me. Or, like, when he's yeah. like, look at you walking, it's like, how about don't look at me walking? Because I, w- I would have said that if my brain was active, but it wasn't. Because I shouldn't have to fucking be on the ready to respond like that. And I don't want to. Yeah. I'm at work. I shouldn't have to have somebody saying shit like that to me. And it's like, buddy, I know why you're talking to me. Like, I know why you're talking yeah. to me. I know exactly why you're saying hi to me. It's not, f- I'm not fucking stupid. This has been my experience my whole entire life. I know right. why you're saying hi to me. Hello. I know that you know that I know. I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> Goodness. The assets. See, he's ta- he's saying hi because of the assets. Does anybody miss that? Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, no, he was talking about you walking because he was looking at your butt. He was actually, so. wa- yes, he was actually watching me walk. And I yeah. just. Yep. Yep. People yep. are the, just great. See? Mm-mm, no. I, I had an interaction with a man this week, but it was positive. He was, he was a, a very nice older gentleman. He served in Nam. He was great. Yeah. Uh, he saw, I have a tattoo of a skull on my forearm. Yes. Uh, so I was like, I was leaned over doing something like on the counter, uh, like message, messing on one of the little handheld thingies. And he leans over and he touches my tattoo, which I was like, don't fucking touch me. But he was like, I like that. I was like, thanks, man. 
I was like, that's fucking weird, but thank you. And then he pulls up his shirt sleeve and he's like, I got one too. And it's like way more badass than mine. But uh, I was like, dude, that's cool. And he goes, thanks. I got it after Nam. And I went, that makes sense. Oh. And he went, what? And I was like, that makes sense. Just with like the big burly personality. That makes sense. And he went, and he started dying laughing. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. <laughs> okay. No, but see. Totally I opposite had... interaction. Right. No, but then like the next day or so, I had a good interaction with an elderly security guy who yeah. was just like i had Not walked out weird. right i walked out to my car to go check my phone and like just take a walk and as I was coming back in, he's like, "Oh, you're not off work yet." I'm, and there was, there was just other people around. He's like, "Oh, you're not off work yet." I'm like, "Nah, man." Like, I think I was, I was like, "I got like another hour." He's like, "Well, I'll be here." I was like, "Are you gonna send me off when I come back?" And he was like, "You betcha, ma'am." And I was like, "All right." And then when I came back, it was just have a good weekend. And I was like, yeah. "Thanks, you too, man." And peace yeah. out. And he waved, and that was it. Like, that's a good interaction. But somebody being like, "Look at you walk." How about you don't observe my fucking body as I'm walking? Thank you, bro. I have a story for you that's related. (laughs) You just pulled this from the recesses of my brain. So, you know, I used to work at the Undisclosed Bank, right? I can't say the name. Yes. yes. An NDA. But like, so I worked at the bank and there was a security room before you would go into like the floor, right? Okay. Because it was a call center. And we were dealing with people's like money information. So there had to be like security. So we had 24-7 fucking security there. We had this really sweet older gentleman that had been there since the building was built, like super nice guy, one of the sweetest people I've ever met. Like he's still, if I see him in town, checks on me like he's so nice. And then they hired a fucking weekend guy because our regular weekend guy quit. (sighs) This fucking weekend guy would sit there and play on his computer like he would connect to the Wi-Fi and play on his computer, which is fine. Nobody gave a shit. That was cool. Until we all found out he was playing porn at the desk. Oh my god! Yeah. What the fuck? There's, there was a wall of cameras behind him, and the motherfucker didn't think about how, hey, there's probably cameras watching the security entrance. You're the security guy. <laughs> yeah. What a yeah. fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. And he was so weird. Big surprise. He was fucking uh, weird. Uh, <laughs> oh I my- never... <laughs> I forgot that happened. <laughs> that's talked about the security guy. D- that's disgusting. <laughs> what if oh, he would? Oh, oh, he would sit there and play League of Legends. <laughs> what Ooh, kind? Watch porn. Oh, oh. No, League of Legends, and then he would watch porn. <laughs> Those were his two things that he did. Wow, I forgot that guy existed. You can't watch porn at work. No, he was there for like three weeks, maybe. Fast. He he was not fucking around. Wow, you you got your fucking priorities. All right. (sighs) Damn. Okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. That's no. That's great. I love it. Okay. (laughs) So we'll 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 divert back to the Tiffany episode. Yeah. Tell tell me about Tiffany. The the fucking epic that is Tiffany Part Two. Okay. So we we ended up we we started we ended with she started bitching about being a part of this group project and that no one was listening to her. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So a fellow coworker. Um, commented that mm-hmm. she was sh- like he didn't like her. Yeah, and I was like, like after like all this was like going down and happening, it was kind of like all, all like over instead of done. He like was like, I don't like her. I was like, what are you talking about? Because like I hadn't put two to two together at this point. I I was kind of starting to pick up on some stuff, and I'm like, we were kind of like being kind of clicky-ish in the project, and like it was yeah. she was kind of she kind of had some validation of like some. 
Yeah. Like I can understand that even when you're wrong, it still sucks that everyone just doesn't want to hear your opinion. I get yeah. that. But then a, then a coworker came up and was just like, I don't like her. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm like, what are you talking about? He was like, you're going to find out. I was like, oh my God, what? What? So he's like, have you not just been noticing like just how she is? And I was, he was like, just, he was like, just pay attention, pay a little bit more attention. And I was like, Okay. I said, okay. you know what? I said, okay. I said, I, tr- I trust you. I said, you know, I will pay a little bit more attention. I said, not a problem. I said, whatever. Okay. Like, if you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I, w- I fucking lose nothing as I, in the moment, I was like, I lose nothing out of this, but I lost almost everything out of this situation. So <laughs> now, mind you, um, I learned very quickly that when you work a nine to five, that eat while you're at work. Yeah. And don't Absolutely. bring your food into work, eat while you're at work, work eight yeah. hours and get the fuck out. Like, don't yeah. don't take time. If you, I mean, if you want to, great. But like our company does not pay um, for you to go get lunch and like count yeah. that as working hours. So like if you went and go, if you went to go get lunch and came back, that's out of your own time. Right. So I learned very quickly to like bring breakfast, lunch, and then like an afternoon staff to work. And now like at this point, I bring like all of my food to work. And eat right. everything that I'm going to eat in a day and at work. So I wanted to warm up my oatmeal at work. So I wanted a very tiny collapsible, collapsible silicone bowl. Right. So I couldn't find one that wasn't like 20 fucking dollars and was small yeah. enough. Yeah. So I was like, you want to know what is a collapsible bowl? I'm going to out myself here. But that's okay. And a travel pet bowl is a collapsible silicone bowl. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Okay. Whatever. So I went to TJ Maxx. I did look in the kitchen section first. I went to several TJ Maxx's to see if I could just find a quote-unquote human one. Right, yeah. Di- I couldn't. At least not one that was small enough. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. So I just went yeah, and whatever. picked up a, whatever, a, like a water bowl, travel one. I mean, it could have. Yeah. It could also could have been a camping bowl. Like, it didn't fucking matter. So I get right. it. I get it. And it's perfect. It's literally fucking perfect. It is perfect for my – and I Great. collapse it, throw it in my um, lunchbox, wash it when I get home. I could have a class oh, yeah. bowl. Silicone bowl that I throw in the microwave and heat up my thing. So I guess it was more obvious to other people that it was, but I didn't give a shit. I don't care. That's not yeah. what it was for. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Tiffany fucking found out that it was a dog bowl. Okay. And any time that she got the chance to tell anybody. So like it would, it's fine if it's like within your own clique, like have enough like social yeah. brain cells to understand of who you do and don't tell this to. She told it to everybody, including like upper management. That's as a as a joke. And I'm like, this isn't funny. Like, why are you doing this? And anybody that she got the chance to that I was standing there, because I would fucking walk around the office with it eating my oatmeal. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Right. I don't care. So like telling it to like a coworker here, a coworker there that was like our age, was in on the jokes. I didn't care. Whatever. Ha ha. Yeah. But then like when she told my team lead who's like 65 years old, I'm like, we don't have that. We don't have rapport. that joke. Yeah. Right. We don't have that rapport. Do not joke with him that I'm eating on a dog bowl. What the fuck? Yeah. So anybody she got the chance to joke about this dog bowl with, I hated it. So then I also bring a uh, a um, cold, cold, uh, cold meat wrap. Yeah. Deli meat wrap to work. It's just deli meat, a pickle, cool. mayonnaise, uh, not mayonnaise, pickle um, pickle and mustard wrapped up in a tortilla, and I take it to work, and it's just a cold cut wrap, oh, whatever. Yeah. Cool. 
So I take these little like bamboo paper towel things that are like reusable. I wash them and then I use them to wrap it up because so, I'm not going to keep wasting paper towels yeah. just to one use them. That's ridiculous. I just wash this little that's yeah, clean. That's reasonable. Yeah, it's yeah. clean and I rewrap my thing. Well, it's like bamboo and it's like yeah. clothy. Okay. So she sees it and she's like, oh my God, is that like a fuzzy little burrito? And I'm like, bitch. No. No, I said it's just a cloth that I wash and reuse to wrap up my yeah. burrito to keep it not burrito. Yeah, it's, it's a, not, a wrap. It's not weird. a burrito. Yeah. It's not a burrito. It's not a fucking burrito. There was no fucking beans or cheese in it. It's a wrap that I yeah. put in this cloth and brought to work. So she started calling it my fuzzy burrito. And anybody that she could fucking tell this to, she would be like, oh, look at her fuzzy burrito. And I'm like... Okay, one thing you have to know about me is I don't like it when people joke about my food. And even yeah. as I'm talking about this, it's upsetting me that she yeah. was joking I was about say, I could see it in your face. You're getting upset. Yeah. Right. Because of somebody who grew up with like not a whole lot of food in their house, they don't yeah. like attention being brought to their food. No. Because it's like I don't want to have like attention on my food because I feel like it's going to be taken away when you don't have a lot of food growing up as a child. Yeah. It's a little bit of a trigger point. So yeah, even absolutely. To this, yes. Even to this day, I have a hard time with it. I'm a lot better off than what I used to be. But I don't like it. I don't like it. And I don't have to. So no. again, so this is where it all came to a boiling point because she said it to everybody in the office. And then finally, when we were both sitting next to our team lead, she Oh, my God. She got up and came out of her cubicle, and my team lead and I are sitting across from each other, and he goes – she she looks at him and goes, have you seen her dog bowl? And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, this bitch. And I'm like – of course, I, I, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it because if you don't make a big deal out of it, jokes really don't get made. And I'm just like, yeah, um, it's just – so I show it to him. And I'm like, it is technically a dog bowl, but I said I needed it. I, I needed a small silicone bowl. Right. And so he's like, yeah. So even he, yeah. he doesn't joke around like that either. That is not yeah. his sense of humor. He's just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's whatever. like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I think my daughter like has one for her cat. Like, and it's just a silicone bowl. Who cares? And yeah. I was like, right. So because he didn't bite at that, she goes, well, have you seen her fuzzy burrito? And I was like, hey, Tiffany, can you go away? And she's just laughing. She goes, and it's just so fuzzy. And I'm like, hey, Tiffany, I said, I need you to go away. I was like, and I, I started to like pick up like a, a plastic fork and being like, I'm going to stab you with this if you don't go yeah. away. And like my team lead was so uncomfortable. He like knew yeah. that it wasn't funny and that I was yeah. getting really upset and that it was really weird. And I was like explaining to him, I was like, it's just a reusable towel. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And he was uncomfortable i was uncomfortable and she's just a fucking idiot who wasn't getting it and yeah. so i was like go away like just go stop please stop yeah. and she like i was literally saying stop and she would yeah. not stop so finally she sits down at her desk and i i am her and i just say because that's the one thing i won't fucking tolerate yeah, i was like hey I, yeah I, I was like i need you to stop i said i don't like people talking about my food it's not fucking funny i said you need to stop and so she emailed me back. She's like, I'm sorry. I promise that I won't talk about your food ever again. Like a child that apologizes. Yeah, that's and I'm like, weird. Weird. And then my team lead, as she walked away, looked at me. He goes, like, you're not going to be hanging around her much, are you? And I was like, no. No. Yeah. No. So then I was really pissed about that situation. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe she's trying to, like, be like me and, like, jest and joke like I do. Like, wrap mm -hmm. other people in. But, like, it's a skill to joke. Yes. I, like, 
it's a skill because I read people's senses of humors, like how I joke with you is yeah. not how I joke with my 65-year-old coworker at work. No. Okay? No. Right. So like, and I'm also, I'm not going to take an inside joke of a millennial and try and tell it to it like a fucking boomer. It's not going right. to happen. Yeah. And I'm also not going to humiliate somebody like with their food or what they do. To my sixty-five-year-old yeah. coworker, like it's a, it's a game, and she tried to play this, like tried to do that, and it just it's, wasn't working. Yeah, no, it's not gonna fucking work. So I was like, okay, so we're just not going to deal with this. So one issue that just was a constant thing is that we were on meetings all of the time. Like our our job was basically relaying information, so yeah. we had to be very present in. Our meetings, like pay attention to the meetings. Yeah. We are being paid to sit in our fucking chairs with our headsets on and listen to these meetings, okay? Absolutely, yeah. So a, a coworker who sat next to me, like we've been coworkers for six months. We have inside jokes. We know things that she doesn't, blah, 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 blah. So we, we, we have, wait, okay, so we have jokes, right? So yeah. we'd be in a meeting and like I would IM him something funny or like he would IM me something funny and I would say something back and he would just start fucking laughing he would just start (laughs) laughing his ass off because like i brought up an inside joke and it was perfect or whatever she would get off her headset come out of her cubicle and say what's so funny wow and both my coworker and i are looking at her like what the fuck are you doing yeah what are you what are you doing what i'm just like we made a joke and she's like well what's the joke and I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm not going to tell it to you. Yeah, no. Go sit down. Go do your job. So she would do that. And so, like, it got to the point that, like, I would stop doing that, stop making him, taking my coworker laugh, because then she would come over and be like, what are you laughing about? What's so funny? Then, at one point, we were all sitting in on a meeting, and we're not saying anything. We're just paying attention. Yeah. And, and it was a lot of, like, babysitting is what the meetings were. And it was kind of annoying. But you have to pay attention and know, like, what was the action of this meeting or what was the outcome. Certainly, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. She would get off the meeting. She would hang up, come out of her cubicle, come over to us and say, oh, I gave up. What? You did that's, what? That's what you're being paid to paid do. Paid to do. That's what you're being paid to do. And so she not only would she get off these meetings and come over to us and say, oh, I gave up. She would start talking to us. She'd no. be like, oh, did you give up? No, Tiffany, I'm still listening. I am still listening. And then she'd look over my other coworker and be like, are you still listening? Did you give up yet? And he's also like, no, I'm no. paying attention to this. And she no, would I'm just- at work. She would just stand there. We're not done. I'm, I'm gonna. We're gonna cut it there. But I'm oh not done yet. Oh my god! I'm not done yet. Um, <sighs> there's so much more. There's so much more. It gets worse and worse. There is no good outcome. The only no. great outcome was that I quit the job. <laughs> yep. Yep. There. So. Um, fun fact: if you if if there if there is a Tiffany somewhere that you work, um, please send us the stories because I want to know. Um, but also, uh, if there is a Tiffany and nobody's doing anything about it, leave. Because holy shit, man. That's, yeah. tur- turn them into your boss. Do something. Because what the fuck? Hold, right. Hold your reserve until you're like, <sighs> why didn't you say anything? I did. And that's a yep. whole nother, that's, that's going to be yeah. a whole nother two-parter. Okay. Jesus. It, this is going to be multi-part, multi-epic. It's going to be great. So hold on uh. to your pants. Hold on to your butts. I got to get this all out because Jesus, this is, con- this is content. This is this content. is something. This is something. <laughs> 
It's it's not good, but it's, it's something. It's not good. My blood pressure. But no. You want to nope. know what all what else is also something and makes my blood pressure pressure rise? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Spooky stories. Ah! Hi, I'm Carson. And I'm Colleen. And we are the hosts of Ghost Gates. A hauntingly gay podcast. Where two best friends dive deep into the paranormal, investigate haunted locations, and chat with some pretty delightful people. If you like the gays, ghosts, and extremely weird weirdos, this is the podcast for you. Find us on all major podcasting apps. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm glad we're all here together and happy in our spaces. Me too. Can I tell you something that I think is really fun? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. A friend of mine that uh, – it's, it's a girl that I go to the gym with. Um, she listens to the show. And yes. now every time she says, well, do you know what? And she, do, you know, do you know what such and such is? She'll go, I always try to say spooky stories <laughs> because she's listened to the show so much. And I think that's precious. My so. friend Alex also tried to do that to me. He's like, but you want to know, like, the, f- the first time he did it to me, he was like, but you want to know what else is, da 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 And I'm like, what, man? Like, huh? what? And he Tell was me. like, spooky stories. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you got me with my own joke, you son of a damn bitch. <laughs> you did it. You did it, you damn animal. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right, as are tails. Heads. No Head booty is- ass? No, no not today. I'm not feeling booty ass today. <gasps> are you? Yeah. Are you? Uh, every time I'm like, are you feverish? I go to put my fucking hand up to the screen like a psycho. <laughs> are, you, be like, are you sick? Are you, are you sick? sick? <laughs> yes. Sick of this shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're all. I, I, feel, I feel like it's a collective. We we don't want to go, but we also don't want to be here. Right. Exactly. Like, I, okay. I feel like that's the collective yeah. existence of everybody right now. Great. Okay. And confirm. Yeah. Heads, you go first. <gasps> It's me. But before you go first. <gasps> Every time you do that, I just imagine you clutching your pearls. Good. That's okay. that's what I want is everyone that... to assume is happening. Okay. That's the curl clutched curl pearl fuck pearl clutching gasp. There we go. Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. Um if you want to support us and Zoe's pearl clutching gasp please be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have the $5 investigator tier where you get added on to close friends on Instagram and a shout out on to our mid roll of the podcast. But if you sign up for the $7 tier, you get access to bonus notes. I will send you a sticker in the mail and you also get everything else on the $5 tier. Yeah. And that's it. Yes. That's great. Bonus content and notes. Yeah. Bonus content is kind of funny. Zoe I think me. it's yeah. pretty great, actually. And then I, I bully you. Sometimes. Sort of, kind of. I try. We're, we're getting there. We it's a good effort. Build, I appreciate we to, it. We have to do the build up first, and then we're yeah, going yeah, to yeah. get, get into really fucking scary games. Hell yeah. <sighs> Let's go. Okay. You go. Okay. Oh, it's turn. me. It's yeah. me. <laughs> Shit. I don't know why I was looking at you like, hey, when, when are you going to tell me something? No. It's head, bitch. You're going. Cool, 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 cool. So. Tell me. Tell me. This this week, we're going to talk about KSP. Which is I I no stop yeah, I yeah, yeah. thought 
<laughs> that you said KFC. And I was like, <laughs> what Colonel Sanders chicken is fucking haunted? Bitch. No, 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 no. There, there is a fucking Colonel Sanders dating game. That is what? the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's free on uh, Steam. Stop. <laughs> Time out. Pause the podcast. What the fuck? What do you mean? What do you mean? Hold on, hold on. Let me figure out what it's what it's called. Uh, it's I love you, Colonel Sanders. No, a finger licking good dating. No, game. no, <laughs> no. It's free. <laughs> it's free. And he looks like a hot anime dad. <laughs> oh no! It's even called a finger licking good simulator yes. in the title. Yeah. No. Uh, it's got it's got it's a nine out of ten on Steam. Oh no. <laughs> It got very positive. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Thank you for letting me uh, ruin your life with that. Uh, I'm going to start <laughs> crying. <laughs> oh, you made me wait, think wait, of wait, it. Wait, so. wait, 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 yeah, wait. I yeah. love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger looking good di- dating simulator follows you. A promising culinary student as you try to date your classmates colonel sanders throughout your journey you'll be faced with life-changing decisions that will affect your chances of friendship and love but be careful your choices have real consequences with real animated characters feelings at stake oh no features don't break colonel sanders heart nine lovable characters multiple hours of playthrough dateable colonel sanders a secret (gasps) ending Ugh, okay i'm done with this i'm gonna i need beautiful I need to move on from this. Yeah. Uh, thanks for ruining my life. All right. You're so welcome. Ugh. You're so welcome. Ugh. If Honestly, if somebody like paid me money to play that live, I would. So just throwing <laughs> that out for everyone. Um, no. It's so stupid. <laughs> I love that. If any of you pay me. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll, I'll play it. Dirty hoe and I will do it. <laughs> Can confirm. <laughs> um, that does also remind me. We need to add Wait, Doki Doki wh- Literature Club. To our list of games to play for the wait, horror thing. Wait. Yes. How did what? being a dirty whore remind you of, of what game? What? Doki Doki Literature Club. I just closed out. Okay, listen. I just closed out Steam and I can't have my life be ruined any further today as it is. So I need to come okay. back to this. I don't know what That's it fine. is. That's fine. Yeah. But you're not. Okay. You're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to fucking explain a goddamn thing is what I'm not going to do. <laughs> Yeah, just don't don't look it up. Just let's play it together and see what happens. I it's it's you. also sort of a dating sim. It's pretty oh fun. Oh my! F- I say pretty Star- fun. Anybody who fucking knows what it is is screaming right now. But that's I okay. Hate you. Just play. Just go. Give okay, great. Start over. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're gonna talk about KSP because Kentucky's on my mind. I'm gonna be driving through her next week. Oh, so yeah, I said what I, I don't, said. Don't I don't like how I said you what said, I said it. I, got I know. I said what I said. <laughs> can you just tell me what ksp is <laughs> i kind of i kind of like the the struggle okay so uh this is ksp is the kentucky state penitentiary oh which is also called the castle on the cumberland great so no spicy that's, that's uh, the river by the way if somebody doesn't yeah. know that the cumberland cumberland river, river. it also okay. runs through tennessee correct so that's fun it is a maximum security prison Excuse me. Maximum security slash supermax prison. Holy currently, shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. As of 2015, has 856 prisoner capacity. It's located in Eddyville, Kentucky on Lake, Lake Barkley on the Cumberland River, about three miles from downtown Eddyville. Okay. I actually remember recently, like in the last couple of years, there was a, like a, not an Amber Alert, but like 
a, oh shit, somebody broke out of a prison and it was this fucking prison. Sounds about right. So that's fun. That, that yeah, was my fun. first thought. It was just break, <laughs> bust out and dive into the river. Yep, exactly. It's spooky. Very bad. So fun fact, I didn't know the difference between a maximum security and a uh, supermax prison. So I looked them up. There's five prison levels. So I'm going to talk oh. about all five just for fun. Okay. okay. Level one is minimum security, which house like nonviolent offenders with relatively clean records. These have like little to no perimeter fencing and prisoners are actually housed in like dorm style units and they offer like programs and classes for to like rehabilitate inmates. It's level one. Level two is called low security, which still have like a strong orientation toward inmate work programs. So like to help them like kind of like community service, like work off what they're like what they did, their sentencing. They'll like take them out and they don't have to wear like prison work uniforms. They just wear normal ass clothes and they can go out sometimes unsupervised and be able to just like do shit and then come back. That's which weird. is crazy. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. I don't know what that means. Weird. And these people typically have like less than 20 years on their like left on their sentence. So typically people who go from like medium security can go into low security once they've like been rewarded for their good behavior. Okay. So, that's fun. Uh, okay. Level three is, of course, medium security. This is like more likely to have violent offenders as inmates. And this is a security level that moves to cell-based housing versus dorm style. So these are like more rigorous treatment programs and they have perimeter fences that include razor wire and electric fences. Okay. So we're getting in the danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Then maximum security is level four. It's four. It's not maximum because supermax is next. You you said smaximum. Smaximum. That's what she said. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) level four is high security or maximum security. And these are called penitentiaries, which makes Mm. sense because this is where like the big bad people go. This is like the highest level of security where inmates are closely monitored by guards and cameras and they're surrounded by razor wire fences and have watchtowers usually. Then level five is called administrative level or supermax. So like when you think of people who like, oh, they killed somebody, they're going to be in level four. Right. If they went into level four and then shanked a bunch of people, they go to level five. Yeah. So just so level a, re- five. A, a frequent flyer of murder. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like they're they're violent in like people typically don't go straight into supermax. It's typically they go into high security and then they do something fucking stupid and get themselves landed in supermax. Awesome. Yeah. That's super fun. So these folks are under 24-hour supervision, typically in single cells because they are so violent. So that's bad. That feels bad. I don't think that's a good thing. That feels bad, bad. man. (laughs) It feels real bad, man. So back to the Supermax prison in Kentucky, which is way closer to me than I would like. It's run by the Kentucky Department of Corrections, because of course it is. It houses Kentucky's male death row inmates in the Commonwealth's, uh, like, execution facility. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's the it's the bad place. It's the very bad place. So as of 2015, it had approximately 350 staff members and an operating budget of $20 million. Woo! That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to just house terrible people. Eight, yeah, yeah, like 800 people. Crazy. Damn. So like I said, typically inmates are not sent here immediately after doing something bad. They have to like 
fuck some shit up in less secure facilities before they get sent here. Unless they're like a serial killer. If you've killed like four or five people, sorry, buddy, you're going to Supermax, which makes sense, right? Right. That I get. So before the penitentiary was built, prison life in Kentucky was really bad. Because of course it was. No story that with a penitentiary ever starts out good. No. I mean, par for the course, right? <laughs> so <laughs> a study in 1875, which is how fucking old this thing is. It was born. It was born. It was built in the 1880s. <laughs> <laughs> this building was born. It no. was born. <sighs> Jesus. An 1875 study showed that 20% of the inmates in the Kentucky State Prison had pneumonia, and 75% of them had scurvy. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Not a good good place. Uh, It was quoted as, this prison was a place of slime-covered walls, open sewage, and graveyard coughs. Immediately, 70 of the 1,000 prison prisoners at the prison, like the state prison in Kentucky before this other prison that I'm telling you about was built, died in 1875. So 70 people out of 1,000 just fucking died. That's not good. No, that's not, real bad. That's real too bad. high. That's too high. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't care if you've done something fucking terrible. Like, you you don't, you don't get to just wither away and die. That's no, really you, fucked up. You should be in a decent conditions. <sighs> right. Livable conditions. Right. Humane conditions. Okay. All right. Yeah. (gasps) Okay. So now let's go back a little ways. So remember when I covered the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philly, where I talked about like the prisoners had like the holes in the, like the skylights in the ceiling so they could stare up at like the freedom they would never have. Yes. And like pray to Jesus for repentance. Yes. Those folks. Yeah. So at this point, when this prison was built in the 1880s, that was the standard for penitentiaries. Oh, my fucking God. Because of course it was. Right. So this new fancy penitentiary got built based on those specifics. So it was actually called the Branch Penitentiary. Like that was its like code name. So it was started construction in 1884 and was completed at the end of 1890. So it took six years. That's, okay. you know, big ass building. So- much like Eastern State, this one was heavily castled, looks super spooky and medieval. It was designed by the McDonald brothers out of Louisville, uh, who were adept at architectural eclect- eclectalism. I don't know why I fucking put that word in there, because it's hard to say. Eclectic, <laughs> but like the ism okay. <laughs> of the post-Civil okay, War you. era. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's, it's actually like that architectural style is reflected in a lot of county courthouses in kentucky indiana illinois and tennessee that's kind of fun that's nice i guess yeah yeah i just noticed that i pronounced the s in illinois that first time i said it i didn't hear it so it doesn't count i said illinois (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with me it's fine you're you're sleep deprived that that is a true fucking fact i sure am okay there you go sure am the first 114 convicts imprisoned in Eddyville quarried the limestone necessary for the construction of the building because of fucking course they did. This was the 1800s. Oh, my they didn't God. give a shit. Oh, my God. Those poor folks. Um, they transported it 300 yards from the quarry to the construction site. Yeah. What are you whizzing around in your hand? Me? It's, put, them, it's a put them down. Snippy, snappy down. scissors. I can't. I need something yes. to play with. Put something else in your hand. Do I have anything do not, else? Don't that wave around like super, scissors. Super noise? I do. I just did. I have a pen. That's not as satisfying. I have a big ass highlighter. That'll work. Okay. Although thank I might you. click the cap. I don't know. We'll see. <gasps> it's a twist. Holy shit! That's, that's your highlighter. <laughs> what are you 
It's brand new. I just got them, and it's a fucking, like, twist-off cap. That's cool. Sorry. (laughs) Here we are. This is my brain when I'm sleep-deprived. Do do I not... Did I not buy you a... Get you a fidget toy? Yeah, but it's loud. It's loud. It makes clicky-clackies. Quiet fidget toy. Okay, it's on the list. Those are a thing. It's it's fine. I get you those poppers. You know those, like, things where you pop them? Yes. I love those things. I get you one of those. All right. Great. Nice. Yep. Sorry. You're great. They, they dug their own limestone. Correct. They quarried their own limestone. Correct. And then took it to the place to build the thing. Because, you know, cool. Okay. So after the buildings were completed, there was a wall built to encompass the whole facility that's 10 acres around. So, like, it's a fucking big ass spot. Jesus. Huge. Huge boy. Y- huge. Huge. At the very center of the fortress is a four-story administration tower. On either side of the tower are gradually recessed flanking walls containing cell blocks to the north and the south. Stone buttresses and tall, narrow, round arch windows punctuate the walls at regular intervals because, of course, they do because it's a penitentiary. You said buttresses. I did. Ha! Butts. Butts! (laughs) (laughs) So all the cell blocks are also four stories tall. Prisoners... Well, nope, back it up. Cell blocks were four stories tall and then were originally fitted with narrow wooden catwalks that led to the cells. So it wasn't even like a safe way to get to your fucking cell. You had to like spooky climb over a open death hole over some wood to get to where you were sleeping. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's fun. That's cool and fun and nice and exciting. Wow. That's that's the opposite of fun. What the hell? Yep. So so once you. Oh, my God. It's bad. This place is not not my friend. I don't I don't want to go. Uh-uh. Nope. Well, don't murder a bunch of people. Fair. I'm also not a man, so I will never go. Perfect. Oh, that's Even right. if I did okay. murder a bunch of people, it's men only. So during the day, prisoners here would join like congregant labor groups. So like they would be in the like black and white stripes and they would go out and they would do work and then they would go back to the penitentiary. They would go in, they would have to like get to these fucking scary ass catwalks, walk over, get into the cells, and they were all individual cells. They were so small, they were no larger than four and a half feet in width. You can't lay so down. So fucking small. Like like wide. Right, uh, I don't know can't... how long they were, how deep oh, they were, but like four oh. foot fucking wide. That's so small. That's I mean, you can't even stick your arms straight out no. as a grown man. That's so scary and sad, and I don't like that. Yeah, that is fucked up. That sounds like the dorms at Tech. Yeah, it's not okay. Because they were smaller than prison cells. Fun Mm -hmm. fact. Fun fact. Ha 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 ha. There's a reason they're doing a lot of renovation. (laughs) So prisoners were rewarded with progressively larger cells for their good behavior. So you would start in like a fucking tiny shitty hole. And then as you were like, you know, like a good worker and like did your job and like helped out and like didn't kill anybody, you would get like a bigger <laughs> place to sleep. The bare minimum. So that's, yeah, that's crazy. Right? Wild. So you remember how I talked about this prison um, houses their uh, their uh, murder method for the state? Yes. Death row. Yeah. Yes. Uh, in 1911, the prisoner... The prison, the prison, I definitely wrote the prisoner in my notes, it's the prison, uh, <laughs> gained an electric chair called Old Sparky. That's fucked up. That's where it fucking comes from. Anybody that ever makes a joke about Old Sparky, this is Old Sparky. <gasps> this place. 
That's fucked they, up. Yep, they have a separate building for executions that has like seven cells um, across from it where you can fucking see the electric uh, electric chair. Like from the cells where you're being held, you get to fucking look at it. And there there was a night. Um, I don't I did not put it in my notes because it like reading it gave me the chills in a bad fucking way. But I'm gonna tell you about it. So sorry. Ooh, if if uh, trigger stuff, if, if you get triggered by death row inmates dying, go on. This will be a, a little little bit of a thing. So there was a situation where seven men died on the same day, one right after another. All seven of those men were convicted, sentenced to death, and as they're like, it, it's a really fucked up situation. I don't even know what they did. I didn't even see that. But these these seven folks were taken. Um, every single one of them refused their last meal. Every single one of them were taken into those seven cells and left there until midnight because they always do executions at midnight for whatever fucking reason. Dramatic. What the fuck? <sighs> yeah. So all the, all these guys were like in the in their cells. They were talking to one another. The the hallways of this place, like before they were taken into those cells, people like their their wives, their family members, um, people who were just like, this is not fucking okay. We can't do this. We're all in the hallways, all talking about it, all trying to get a stay of execution for these men. Didn't happen. So they're all moved into those seven cells and they're looking at the electric chair, realizing I'm going to die. That's what's going to happen here tonight. Yep. And they like it like it's a separate building. So they have like all the other stuff and then they have a separate building with these seven cells in this electric chair. Okay. So these boys are in their cells looking. Um, it hits like nine, ten o'clock at night and they all go silent because they're just thinking about their imminent death. Right. Like that's fucking heavy. So they're sitting and they're watching and they get to watch as each man dies uh. one right after another. Like, because those cells are right across from the fucking chair. And you can see the chair. And the way the way electric chairs work, it's not a, like, big open room. You're in a small room where they close the door, so you can't hear the screaming as well. Or smell what's happening, right? And they get to watch through this little fucking hole in the front of this electric electrocution chamber that these boys dying. You can't tell me that room's not haunted as shit. Oh my can't. god, the, the emotionally charged atmosphere yeah. in there oh my god yeah oh trying to remember if zach bagans went to this place because i feel like he did but i can't remember um i feel like he did i feel like that's someplace like he, he would go too. i'm pretty sure um if he did uh, me, me, me. here you keep going i'll google it okay thank you um yeah no that's eastern anyway i got it. um so, su super fucked up situation, right? Not cool. Not a good time. So, from... So, so this electric chair remained in use from 1911 to 1962. Mm. The fucking 60s is when they retired this bitch. Like, <laughs> So, during the time from 1911 to 1962, 163 men were killed in that chair. Woo! That's a lot. That's, that's a lot of people. Oh, so, uh, fun fact... It's not really that fun. Uh, the prison once had a plaque bearing the words, Abandon hope all ye who enter here. Which are the same words marking the gates of hell in Dante's Inferno. Hmm. That's, that's fun and exciting. So, unfortunately, I say unfortunately, there was a gentleman who wrote a book about this place. 
So a lot of the hauntings have been removed from the internet because, of course, they have. Because if you want to tell all the stories of the hauntings, you want to ma- make sure that you're the only person that can tell the stories of the hauntings, which is kind of stupid. Fucking rude. Okay. Yep. I'll give you the guy's name in a minute. Okay. So I've only got a couple of like really good haunting situations, but this place is super, super haunted. Like it's still currently in use. Like this is still a functional penitentiary, which is crazy to me. Yes. He did not go there. Damn it. Okay. Also, if it was still functional, he would definitely not be going there. Yeah, that would make sense because you can't really investigate something as functional. Oh, anyway. Also, I just so, would not go. I would not go into a maximum security. No. Ever. Never. No. Ooh, no, thanks. Even even as a big straight white man, I would not do it. No, like, God bless all the folks that work in penitentiaries and work in, like, prisons. I don't know how they do it. Like, there's there's one that's relatively close to here um, that, like, we have signs on the interstate advertising, like, they need people. They need people to be corrections officers. And I'm like, fuck no, bro. Uh-uh. Is that the, is that the onion? Huh? Is that what it's called? The onion? Huh? I'm pretty sure, because my dad told me that there was one nearby that his, like, psycho ex-girlfriend's friend's boyfriend worked at the onion. I don't know. The Red Ant Prison? I don't know, dude. Red Onion is a supermax prison. Yeah, the Red Onion is a supermax prison uh, in Virginia. Oh, it's here. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Haha. I'm I'm thinking the the Bledsoe County Correctional Complex. Oh, That's the okay. one I'm thinking about. It's in Pikeville, Tennessee. Red Onion State Prison. Ah, uh, okay. Cool. Great. Crazy. Glad we're here. Anyway. Okay. So, guards and inmates will hear phantom footsteps, will hear voices, will hear screams all throughout the prison. All hours of the day, all hours of the night. Sometimes inmates will get woken up from a dead sleep hearing somebody screaming bloody fucking murder. So that's cool. That's, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> that's fun. Ugh. <laughs> That's not good. So, uh, also in the old days, in the in the ye olden times, um, <laughs> food was not exactly the most important thing on the list uh, when you were taking care of inmates, bruh. Um, so a lot of times, inmates would suffer from malnutrition and starvation symptoms because it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't something that was like, oh, we have to like take care of these people. Um, so former guards actually have stories of hearing inmates walking up behind them when they're in the kitchen. So they like, like they'll hear somebody ask, hey, can I have seconds? And they'll flip the fuck around. Like, why are you in the kitchen? And nobody's there. Nobody's there. Ew. Yeah. Ew. That's terrifying, too, because I you sh- think somebody is behind you, which means somebody got into the kitchen where you're supposed to be fucking safe. You're not ready for it. They're going to hit you and take your shit. And break out or kill you. Kill you. Kill your ass. Yeah. Terrifying. I couldn't work in a correctional facility. I'd shit myself. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. Mm -mm. Nope. (laughs) So a guard working in the late 1890s had a really scary encounter uh, when he was inspecting cells in the three cities or three cell house. That's what it's called. Three. Three cell house. These particular cells had been a part of death row. So... He was, you know, walking through, looking at the, he saw the first few, and then he sees an occupied cell, and, you know, the prisoner is standing in the middle middle of the cell reading a Bible, which is not uncommon for death row inmates, right? Because they they want to get right before they die. 
So the prisoner looked up, greeted the guard. Uh, the guard acknowledged him and with a nod and a smile and then like continued on, finished the inspection. None of the other cells were occupied, which he thought was kind of weird. So he returns to the office. He asked his sergeant if that prisoner in three cell three cell house had had dinner because he didn't want him to be forgotten. He didn't want him to you know go without food because sounds like a like a stand up dude, right? So the sergeant <laughs> looks at him and says, "Nobody's in that cell." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he goes, "Son, nobody's been in those cells in over a month. Uh, Nobody was in that cell house at all. Like no prisoners <gasps> were there." Oh. So. The sergeant is like, you don't make shit up, kid. Let's go see what the fuck's going on. So both of them walk down into that cell block and it it was kind of cold outside. So because it was an unused section of the prison, they had turned the heat off because you don't want to like waste your resources if you don't have to. Right. So they're walking through and there's frost on the bottom, like on the floor of the cell. It's so cold. No footprints, no nothing, just fucking frost. So they step into the cell that the guard was like, this is the one, this is where the guy was. They step into the cell, they see the frost on the ground, and then they see, like, the actual cell itself had been completely stripped of stuff. So there wasn't anything in there, there wasn't, like, a bed, there wasn't whatever, right? The only thing other than the frost on the floor and the only other item that was in the room was a Bible that was open on the floor. <gasps> I got cold chills. <laughs> so they pick up the Bible and they notice that it was open to the 102nd Psalm and a passage was highlighted. It was verse 20 that was highlighted and verse 20 says, to hear the groaning of the prisoners, to lose that they are appointed to death. So that kind of grossed me out a little bit. I got I more like that cold. very much. I, yeah. More cold chills. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, of course, the two of them freaked the fuck out and were like, nah, we're going to go back to the place and not talk about this ever again. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair. So the, the gentleman that wrote the book, he actually was a corrections officer in KSP for a while. So he worked there for a long time, but he did not want to go back to being a, a guard ever again after he left, which is totally fair. I couldn't fucking do it. His name is Steve Asher. So Ooh. Steve has a couple of... huh? I said, ooh, he's still alive. Ooh, yes, yes. Uh, he's still alive and still writing books. So uh, the book that he wrote about this place is called The Hauntings of the Kentucky State Penitentiary. He also wrote a book called Hauntings of the Western Lunatic Asylum, which I'm not sure is Waverly Hills or e Eastern State. I don't know. but Probably Waverly because Waverly's in Kentucky. Yeah, that's going to be my guess. I'm not 100% sure, but here we are. Well, did you, did you Google it? No. No, you what, can Google what, it if you want to. What was what's the name you. of it? Uh, hauntings of the Western Lunatic Asylum. Western Lunatic, Western State Hospital. Nope, it is its <gasps> own separate. Oh, fuck. I'm doing that next week. Put that down. Called, okay. Kay. Called Western State Lunatic Asylum in Staunton, Virginia. Stout, S-T-A-U-N-T-O-N. Fuck yeah, let's go. Staunton. Okay, great. So, uh, you already know what I'm going to do next week, so there we go. Merry okay, Christmas. <laughs> So Steve has a couple of stories that he oh. shared just publicly. So I, I didn't buy the book to read it, but these are his like stories he's talked about. I might buy the book one day and tell you about it. I don't know. We'll see. He says, I was working midnights and keep I kept seeing something almost like a mirage. Maybe it was just like heat coming in from the hallway. I saw this figure hover across the shower, like across the shower room. Uh, I heard a scream and not sure what was going on. I run, turn on my light. Not a soul around. 
<gasps> so that's gross. Mm. I don't like that. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, he continues. You would see a reflection of an inmate behind you. Spin no. around. Shatter your light because you think you're about to get chonked from an inmate. They aren't dressed the same now. The guy that I saw behind me was in black and white stripes and looked like a vintage picture. That gives me goosebumps now talking about it, but what are you supposed to do with that? Terrifying. So, like, he sees something fucking run across. He goes in, turns his flashlight on, doesn't see anything. He looks in the reflection in the mirror, sees somebody standing behind him in, like, fucking prison outfit, drops his flashlight, busts the bulb because he's like, I'm going to get fucking killed. Nobody there. That's your wet. That's your weapon. Why would you drop it? Don't look at me. I'd be Maybe he was going for a baton. I don't true, know. True, true. But Maglite, that shit, yeah. that, them thing fucking hurts. Yeah, they do. So, I don't know. But uh, that that's fun and exciting and kind of okay. sketchy and scary. That sucks. So Balls. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, there you go. That's uh, Kentucky State Penitentiary. Wait. I thought you shared two stories. Yeah, I thought it was. It was actually one continuation that I was so tired last night when I wrote the notes. I thought it was two stories. It's not. It's one. <laughs> oh, so that so so he ran in there and yes. then in the reflection. Yeah. Same, Saw same the person. Instance. Okay. Yes. Yeah. My big <laughs> gotcha. stupid brain's just very tired. No, you're all right. Don't even don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. You're doing great. Doing something. I mean, get some more sleep. Like worry about it in that <laughs> regard. Never. Also, I want to say I hope that I wasn't like mean when I was telling you to put the scissors down. No, no, you're fine. Okay. I definitely started playing with them again, even after you were like, hey, don't you... do that. Okay, now so. that, now, now I'm not sorry. <laughs> you I know just sometimes... didn't see it. I was doing I it down some... here. I know. Doing it down here instead of up here. I could be a little belligerent, and I had that no, pointed out to me, and I was like, ooh, I, I don't want to do that. So, like, no. I, don't know. I guess that's up to, for opinion for people. But, yeah. yeah I you don't make me like uncomfortable, me. and if you ever do, I'll tell you. It's fine. Please, so please That's what do. friends are for. Right. Please tell me if, I, if yeah. you're like, hey, pump the brakes. I'll be like, I'm so sorry, because I never, I don't mean to be... Yeah, so, unlike right. Tiffany, you have a fucking soul. It's fine. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> ah, okay. We um okay. I just want you to be safe. That's I've just come from Thank a you. place of love. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. Appreciate you. I don't mean to come across as an asshole. I just do sometimes. <laughs> I okay, suffer great. from the same problem. You're a you're a you're a Gemini though, so like That's true. I, I think about that often, though, <laughs> how you're so fucking, like, mean. Not, like, really, yeah. but, like, because I'm pretty like, fucking oh, mean. Actually, you're sweet, but, like, you can be pretty fucking mean. But when it comes to me, mean. you're so sweet, and I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I feel, I feel no, special. I, I was in a training today at the, the undisclosed place where I work currently, and <laughs> I definitely was like yelling at the computer and like making fun of stupid old people that didn't know how Microsoft <laughs> Teams worked. I was having a fucking time. And I have like a Zoomer next to me and a fucking Boomer. One a Boomer on one side and a Zoomer on the other and I'm just fucking going to town and both of them are scream laughing cuz I'm so mean to these poor people that cannot hear me. It was it was an event. I love it. Yeah. You're great. Don't ever change. Thanks. Also, I elbowed my water bottle and it scared the shit out of me. That's what that noise was. I did wonder. I didn't hear a noise. I just saw your face like, ugh. The uh, audio caught it. So probably not you. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. fair. Yeah, yeah. Great. It's fine. All right. Um, thank you for that. That was wonderful. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Okay. No. Thank you for telling me. You're welcome. Th- yeah. I You threw me through a loop because I was expecting you to say no thank you. 
Yeah, but I know. You said, you, but you said you're welcome. Now that's the end of that. And I want to. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to argue, and now we can't argue. There's no space for me to argue. Now I don't know what to do with myself. Okay, uh-huh. great. And that's how you we're... emotionally traumatize people. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Okay. So this is part of the episode where we get a shout out to our newest Patreon members today. However, we do not have any. I'm like stepping over my words. Shit. Have yeah, you are. Patreon Shit. Mem- <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Out of you. Uh, <laughs> newest Patreon members today. However, we do not have any new Patreon members today. And that is A-OK. So if you want to support us, please be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash I barely know her. But if you want to support us any other way, non-monetarily, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a rate and review. And if you're on Spotify, please be sure to leave also a rate and review. And anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. Thank you. You're welcome. For actually doing like that. Yeah, I like when you do it right. You're so welcome. I was trying not to give you an anxiety (laughs) attack today. So I'm doing my best. Uh, I'm fragile right now. Please indulge me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you and all that you do. I appreciate you and your friendship. Thank you. That's very kind. I appreciate you and your friendship. No, 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 no. No, I appreciate you first. You. Okay. (laughs) I think I'm going to bring in your picture into work, the chicken one. Yes. And hang reasonable. it up. So yeah, and you should be t- like, this is my best friend. And just show him a picture of a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I need to post that on Instagram, though. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. My turn. It's my Kay. turn. Tell me a story. My story told by yeah. me, Katie Groves. Yes. Um, I chose a um, UK place in, in, uh, in dishonor of the queen passing away. And I hope Diana yes. is is kicking ass and taking names right in her revenge dress absolutely that's my dream the t- the tiktoks the tiktoks that went out were phenomenal i appreciate Christ. every single so one of funny. them <laughs> they were so oh. anyways um chillingham castle bless you i do not not i do not know why it's called chillingham so it's but where you it's chill pro- when you like ham <laughs> duh what a stupid fucking question what <laughs> <laughs> no okay okay so the history is not all that great but it's about okay. probably what you expect par for a um castle to be okay sorry my next door neighbor he just moved in and has an adorable dog but yes. um it's a fucking australian shepherd <gasps> in an apartment sweet little aussie so it just barks all of the time it's not too loud because the walls are actually thick here because like this isn't a slumlord place but like why the fuck yeah. do you have an australian shepherd in a one-bedroom apartment yeah it's just been barking it's this whole time silly. yeah it's a little sad too so i feel bad for the dog but anyways i'm a little distracted because it's really barking so the castle oh my god yes i remember what i was gonna told you tell oh. you yeah. And for, for Blake as well. Okay. Oh. This is for okay. you and Blake. Okay. This just triggered in my brain. There is an abbey, like uh-huh. one of the one of the oldest abbeys. Okay. Um uh there is a twelfth century Scottish abbey. Okay. Okay, you know like the gargoyles on the side of like buildings and shit? Yeah. All right. Um gargoyles were meant to like were were water spouts were um gutters if you will they would yes. project the water away okay um this abbey the pa- paisley paisley abbey abbey is actually where sir william wallace actually went for school mm. of the 13 gargoyles 
Okay. Yes. Are you ready for this? Are you yeah, ready yeah, for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, my body of is ready. Tell me. Of the 13 gargoyles on this abbey, 12 of them were remodeled in 1991. You know, I don't know what they were remodeled to. What? Xenomorphs. <laughs> That's the best fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. A fucking abbey that is fucking almost a thousand centuries old at this point. What, eight, 800 years old. They fucking redid the gargoyles to xenomorphs. Google it. Xenomorph Paisley, Paisley, Paisley Abbey. I'm so happy. Oh my god, they are. Handsome babies. Look at them. That's amazing. They're all different kinds. <laughs> ah! the, oh so, my god, I love it. This person redid them. I guess got approval to do it. I don't fucking know. But like it didn't make news until like I think 2013. And it took off it. on Twitter. So now it's a very popular tourist attraction for people to go just to see the xenomorphs on the side of this like 800 year old abbey. I love that so much. <laughs> okay. I want to go. That's I was fucking you. close. I could have gone. You could have seen Bullshit. them. Bullshit. Yes. Yep. This is fucking stupid. I'm really surprised that you guys didn't go. But they didn't become popular till after you graduated because you graduated yeah. in 2010. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it would have been like not the thing. Man. Not the thing. You'll, you'll be all right. I'm so sad. That's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? I think so. Yes. Okay, so this castle was, it started out as a monastery. And it was also built in okay. the 12th century. Okay. You, you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. you. Are, are you yeah. here? Are you present in this moment? Yeah, I'm present. I'm aware. Okay. I'm here. Are you self-aware? Yeah. Are you cognitive? Unfortunately, self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So the, um, so, okay. So the original, okay. So the history is a little convoluted, just a little bit about like who owned it and blah, 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 blah. So anyways, the original owners of the home belonged to the gray family and they it's technically still in the gray family which is crazy that a fucking um place can be owned by the same family for 800 years but yeah that's that's a lot of time that's just england for you so the original owners uh 1246 is when this bitch was yeah was when this bitch was built or at least when it fell into the gray family i have no fucking idea who whoever you ask sure great uh um right so the location of, I think I wrote this somewhere else in my notes, but I'll tell you now because otherwise it won't make sense. It's on the northern border of England, right on the Scottish border. Ah. Ha ha. You know this ah. is going. Yeah. Yes. So it took a, took a lovely ransacking from a Scottish raid in 1296, and it kind of destroyed most of the home. It was not a castle at this point. It, we're, mm. we're getting there. We're going to build up to it. So... It was partially rebuilt, and it's speculated that, like, a tower was built from this rebuilt. We're not quite sure. Okay. there was a tower. There you go. We're going to get more towers here in a second. So, in 1298, King Edward I was on his way to go have his good old skirmish. Oh, with uh, William Wallace. Same guy. Hey, interesting. Um, Look at that. Starred by, um, what's his face? What's his name? Played a really racist man. Yeah, who also played Passion of the Christ. It doesn't matter. We know the Mel Gibson. Yeah, there we go. That's the yeah. guy. That's the guy. Which, Mel Gibson. Fun fact: yeah. I met the guy that trained him to be Braveheart, to be William Wallace, when I was in Scotland. Oh, that's cool. Exact same fucking color of hair, same shade, same consistency, whole like fucking that thing. Dark, dark red. No, like, yeah, like me. Same, same fucking hairstyle. Oh, like same hair consistency. And he went, "Are you from here?" I went, "No." And he went, 
Huh. Weird. You're you're all related. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> weird. Weird. Anyways, this so because this place was also like on the border of Scotland, a lot of royalty stayed here, including King Henry the Third, King James the First, and King Charles the First before he got arrested and thrown in prison. So depending on who you ask, I got like two names, which was weird. It's supposed to be in the Gray family, so I'm pretty sure it was Sir Thomas Gray and not Sir Thomas D. Heaton. Heaton. It's probably Sir Thomas Gray. Because that was also on the website. Anyways, so they gained a license to crenellate in 1344. Crenellate? Do you know what crenellate means? No. Okay. Crenellate means to provide with battlements, usually a wall of a building. So basically to fortify with like castle walls. Huh. It's like basically the castle. Yeah, Yeah, to fortify the place. Okay. Like basically make it battle ready. Battle ready armor. That's a bra. Interesting. Kids next door. Kids next door. Interesting. A bra. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, where in the recesses of my brains did I just pull that from? <laughs> Basic, yeah. So basically, they got the rights to build a straight up castle out of their home. So oh, yeah. the style of the castle that they decided to go along with, which I always in my mind, every time I picture a castle, like this is how I picture a castle. It's a quadrangle, quad, quadrangle style, which essentially is a square and there's a tower at each of the corners. I didn't know that there I, there are different styles of houses, so of course there are different styles of castles, but I never thought about it. Right. When Whenever I play, <laughs> um, like a, I play this like Crusaders game on my PC, mm-hmm. where it's like a little um, build up your little troops and then kill yeah. the other castle. I always do a quadrangle style Styled castle. castle. Every That's precious. Time. Yes, every single time. And I really need to study different castle styles, <laughs> so I could probably not die every time anyways it was just a courtyard in a center too so it was just open that makes sense which weirdly enough even though that we have like this mindset of like either it's like one single tower or it's like the four corners that was not a popular style in england to be oh. to have to, to build a to build a castle like that i don't wasn't anyway so so we're just we're gonna go right into the hgtv section of this castle because the history of this place is fucking boring so okay it's still really it's still really it's still really cool. It's a fucking cool place because they try to keep it like as preserved as they could. So yeah. let's just talk. Let's just talk about the rooms for a second. So they had the armory, which, as you can imagine, is just guns, arms, uh, poison blow pipes, blow darts, which I think is fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, but of course now it's today they have rare insects in there on models, and they that's cool. They have they have portable cannons that they also used at that time. Okay, they have really them. Cool. Yeah, they have them in that room. And I was like, that's fucking dope. A portable. I want a portable cannon. I want to go. Want I want to visit. Go. Another popular room. <laughs> you want to touch it? Yeah. Oh my God. So they have the still room. This this room displays a lot of popular pictures and items such as the painting of the witch that haunts the grounds. And we will cover that. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes, ma'am. This is a pretty good place. And a picture of the owner's. The owner today, it's a picture of the uncle of the owner that was 500 feet from the summit of Everest just 30 years before someone actually made it to the summit. Holy shit. And That's really fucking the, close. Yes. And apparently he was just wearing like tweed shirts and pants. Like he wasn't like actually like geared oh, up like man. you see. You know what's so sad? The summit huh. of Everest is riddled, is littered with dead bodies. 
Yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to cover, I think, Everest in a Patreon episode, because I don't think it's enough for a full episode, but it's haunted, because of course it is. Yeah, there's dead bodies. Like, you have to walk past dead people to get to the top. Yeah, because it's so fucking cold, you can't get the bodies out. Right. You just can't. Right. And it's also littered littered with air containers, because she's also too thin to breathe. Yeah. That's sad. The, the, um... Malaysian government? I can't remember what Indian government. I can't remember where Everest is at. But the government is like, hey, if you go up, you have to bring like such and such amount of like garbage back with you. Yeah. Which makes sense. So you don't just fucking leave it. Right. So don't litter the fucking mountain. It's like it's almost it's like it's getting so bad with the bodies that it's almost becoming it's becoming an issue to get to the top. Yeah. Which is fucking terrible. Terrible. That's awful. It's like I want to climb Mount Everest, and then you get to the top. It's like I can't walk past these people. I don't like it. Y- yikes. Okay. So there's also. Do you know they explore Norman Va- uh, Va- Vaughn? No. Vaughn. Okay. Well, apparently, I don't know. Apparently, his sled hangs from the ceiling, and there's a giant cooking pot in the room. That's what the website told me. So because this is a um castle it is equipped with a dungeon a torture room and an oubliette that's not what i wanted <laughs> i mean i'm not surprised because it's a fucking castle but like right man the dungeon has only one access into it and it's through a trap door the dungeon might also be the oubliette i'm not quite sure i couldn't put two and two together that's fine might be the same thing so yeah it's just a trap door on the floor and some of the walls have caved in from the cannon fire and obviously they're not gonna like redo the dungeon yeah, I mean, that's so, fair. I wouldn't. Yeah, it is what it is. If you do go into the dungeon, there are still carvings today of prisoners who would write shit in the wall or would, like, put their tally marks of the days that they've been in prison so they don't lose count. I don't like that. That's really fucking sad. And also, the torture chamber has every single medieval torturing device that was used in that room. I really don't like that. They have shoes with spikes on them. No. Are you just kicking people with fucking spikes on your shoes? That's awful. Probably, yeah. That's fucked up. But we're going to come back to that in a second. Yeah, um, I don't want to circle back. We're going to circle we back just to not? that. Mm, no, because mm. you had to tell me about the poor prisoners getting electrocuted. It yeah, okay, poor, that's fair. But yeah. I'm not going to say poor prisoner. I'm going to say the fucked up situation where the prisoners had to all watch themselves like, get electrocuted. Yep, that's, yeah. Watch each other. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to traumatize you. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Okay, great. The Great Hall, it, uh, the Great Hall had to be decorated for the monarchy, like the literal fucking kings and queens that came here. Okay. So it is, it's pretty ornate, but it's not ornate, obviously, to like the 21st century. It's ornate to that time period. It's got stone floors, a old fireplace. I don't think that's in use anymore. Okay. Armors and weapons, like all over the place, like a long ass table tapestries all over the place and of course like every like chandelier has like antlers and shit to like whatever i want an antler chandelier i think those are so fucking cool why i don't know but i just really want one i didn't i didn't i know i didn't expect that out of you really yeah i think they're cool man i our friendship has changed i think (laughs) interesting (laughs) you know i also um in the house that my brother and i own we have um like the stuffed bucks on the wall i mean my dad does too yeah we named them why because they were just a thing that my grandpa had and we were like oh well um 
this is George. <laughs> and this is, and this is, uh, I don't remember what the other one's name is. Actually, Philip, maybe? I don't know. But uh, George always wears, uh, he's he's like an 18-point buck. He's fucking huge. But Whoa. he's he's got uh, he's got a hat that he wears. It's a trucker hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you... Have you seen the TikTok where it's the ho- the the deer that's mounted, but its hooves are faced up like it's pinched? Yes, like I want it. I want one. You disrespect my family. You kicked my baby. You disrespect my house. You disrespected my grandmother. You kicked my dog. I They're love that. So TikTok. fucking funny. <laughs> I want one. It. I think it's a gun rack. I think that's why the hooves are like that. It I holds think so the gun. too. But I don't give I a think- shit. Okay. Well, it's beautiful. It's a, little, it's a little fucked up that it has to hold the gun that killed its. Have, yeah, that's why that's why the the like ingrate right. set Italian hands are better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right, so um honorable mentions of rooms that I think we kind of come back to is the pink room, the artistry room, there's a garden on the roof apparently. Uh the King Edward the 1st room and the King James 1st room, a library, a new dining room, the museum, the chapel and the mi- minstrels hall. Okay. Which I think I think is like the entertainment hall. I think is what yeah, the minstrel's hall is. Okay. Great. There was also a moat to this castle. I don't think it's there anymore. Oh, fuck yeah. But it was like 12 feet across at one point. That's it was impressive. Pretty, yeah, it was a pretty... Um, pretty wet pretty situation. Dope. Here's a really cool fact about the place, though. Tell me. There is a rare species of wild white cat cattle that exist on the 600 acre grounds okay and there's about 130 of them and it's estimated that these cattle were like were there before the castle was built and they've been there without like human intervention apparently they were hunted in the medieval times which is like really fucked up because it's like wow you hunted a cow like congratulations yeah the fuck so now they are watched over by the warden but they are there no interaction no one's to touch them no one's to bother them no one's to intervene interfere with them they are to be left as they are that's fair yeah yeah i thought that was pretty cool i was like oh that's pretty and they're really pretty they're like white cows with like really pretty horns and chilling ham chilling ham cows (laughs) okay oh they're cute yeah they're cute little cows look at them it's like, who the fuck would hunt them? Like, They're are you so a handsome. jackass? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah? They're okay. so cute. So the, so the castle suffered more damage. Oh, no. During the Pilgrimage of Grace. Okay. Uh, 1563. And they just had to do more remodeling. The poor things. Uh, this is... Oh, this is when the neighboring castle, Alnwick Castle, pulled up with some cannons and they fired. So it was That's obviously like... Rude. I think it was the Scottish that they were revolting against Henry the five, six, seven, eight. Henry the eighth. Ew. So of course it was redone to suit the style of the Tudor monarchs. Yeah. During the time, yeah, during that time, and obviously because of its, as as I mentioned, because of its position, that that castle was like highly utilized to send messages between England and Scotland. Yeah, that makes sense. And a, and a lot of armies would come here to like position and get ready before invading Scotland before. Um, damn bro yeah before king king james unified scotland and england and then after that that the the house the castle was kind of like useless quote unquote unified unified quote unquote according to who that's that's the key according to the victor (laughs) so it was redone in the 1700s the landscaping was the landscaping was and the east wing was redone 
1832, King Louis Philip of France dropped off some really nice-looking urns that were from the Castle of Versailles, Palace of Versailles. He was just like, you know what? This place is cool. Have some nice urns. I thought that was sweet. Well, thanks for letting me stay in your place. They also redid the castle for a short period of time to have a royal visit from Sir Geoffrey Whiteville. And I don't I don't know who that is, but he apparently had a win. He had a W at Windsor Castle. So apparently he had a victory. And then he was like, I'm going a, I'm to a go to Chillingham to chill. You know what I'm saying? It's in the name, bro. It's in the name. <laughs> Here to chill, uh, my man. All right, last little bit, and then we'll get into the haunting. It's pretty good. Uh, during World War II, soldiers were stationed here at the castle, and that's when the kind of the place went to despair because like England went to shit during World War II, which for yeah, obvious everything reasons, pretty much went to shit during World War II. Yeah, obvious reasons. Obvious reasons. I'm not yeah. saying like that's it's wrong. I'm just yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Statement of fact: the uh, wood was stripped from the building to use as firewood, and apparently there was lead in the roof, so they removed the lead to do other things with the lead i don't know what they did but they bullets a lot probably, of fucking bullets i don't know probably yeah i mean that's what i was gonna assume but um the roof was then uh compromised so then the rest of the building becomes compromised because if you don't have a fucking roof on your building you know yeah, the insides everything's kind of bad <laughs> thank you for summing that up it you're is welcome bad. so today the castle is owned by sir sir humphrey wakefield the second baronet i don't know what that means but I don't know. So he's just a little—he's just a little old guy. He's just a little old guy, and his wife is Lady Catherine Wakefield. But she was the daughter of Lady Mary Gray. So he married Catherine Gray. She became Catherine Wakefield, and then it's still apparently in the Gray family. Uh, they bought it. They bought the. They got the house back in 1982, or they remodeled it. I have no fucking clue. And fun fact: in 1997, some of the scenes of Elizabeth. Was filmed here, okay. And a and apparently the the making of Harry Potter was filmed there. That gives me so much joy. I wanted to include that just for you. Thanks. It's my favorite. <laughs> I know. I know it is. It's I really weird it so that it much. is. Yep. So apparently, I don't know if they were. I don't. The making of Harry Potter is where they like all talked about it, right? Yeah. 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 So and guess, like watch the like, behind the scenes and stuff. Okay. You know, I was thinking about that as I was writing the notes. Literally, those those cast members, even all the other kids in the movie, grew up doing that. So, like, did they ever, like, learn math or anything? Yep. They had private tutors that they would, like, they would film and then, like, they would do lessons on the set. It was really fucking intense. And, like, Dan Radcliffe took a, I think, a year off. Uh, between the second and the third movie, like filming for it, so the second third movie had like a longer gap between. Um, crazy. Oh, yeah. Fun I mean, fact. that's because they're. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure they're filming all hours of the Thanks. day, and then you have to like squeeze in math. Yes. Yeah. So, so then that's a lot for a child. There's, I think. What do you? He was what? seventeen Eight? in the. No, hold on. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Dan Radcliffe, when they were filming the fifth movie. <laughs> okay. Yes. This is not fucking helpful. I was asking for the fucking fourth movie. Not, because I think, yeah. Okay, when the Goblet of Fire released, he was 16 years old when he was filming. Oh. Crazy. That's and like, then, a, like how, hmm? how old were they when they first started the first movie? The 11? 10, 11. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought they were eight. That wouldn't make sense. They were like, yeah, 10, 11. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, okay. who's 12. Okay, that makes sense. That's about, par- about a movie every year. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It's also creepy that we watched them grow up and that it yes. was actually in par with the movies, mm-hmm. like with the books as they grew up. That's so fucking creepy. Yeah, honestly, I think that that's probably why Radcliffe is such a wacky dude. It's yes. just because, like, so much fame at such a young age. But, I mean, he was really smart with his money because, like, he did not spend any of it. Like, he went to his mom and was like, hey, I need an accountant. <laughs> She's like, what? He goes, I need okay. an accountant. So, like, um, most of the kids did that, which is crazy. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. But uh, fun fact, he's in a, a movie where he gets to play Weird Al Yankovic, and I'm so fucking excited. I'm going to uh. scream when that movie comes out. I'm so Amazing. stoked. Ooh. Anyway. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Great. I there's there's I forget which actress it is. And I think it's like I don't think it's like an A-list actress, but there's mm-hmm. an um, actress where there's a theory that she doesn't know how to read Aww. because she's yeah. been in just acting and just I guess just forfeited studying yeah. and doing whatever. Because like somebody on TikTok built like a huge case that all of these scenes where she's like doing some TV stunt that involve reading, she just doesn't do them. Like That's she apparently. So yeah, she was apparently was doing Cards Against Humanity or something like that with Ellen mm. on her show. And when it came to be her turn, did not read her card. Aww. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. But I think she, like, gaslights people. She's not a nice person. So, yeah. like, no one cares that she can't read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I don't. I could not be in fucking Hollywood, dude. Could not. People yeah. are so fucking cutthroat and they're such cunts. I couldn't do it. Well, what they did Ooh. to poor um, mommy boy there. Um, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, what they did to him was incredibly fucked. I love that man, and I was a kid, right? So like, I didn't understand. Like, hey, where's Brandon Fraser? Like, he's he's my favorite actor. What's going on? Like, I watched The Mummy four million times. Yes, where is he? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know until like my late teens what happened to him, and I was yep. like, oh my god, it's fucked up. Shit's not fucked okay. Up. But he came up with a new movie. Yeah, The Whale, oh, which I haven't seen. I gotta go see it. He got a yeah. six minute standing ovation for that. He did, and he cried. Did it. you see his little, like, aw shucks foot kick? It was my favorite. Yeah. yeah he's so he's precious. So, he's so cute. I love him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the <laughs> British people. <laughs> we're, almost, we're almost done. This is pretty good. So, okay. um, last, last thing, in 2020, they opened Ooh. up the place for overnight ghost tours. So, you can stay here. Okay. And do overnight ghost tours, where they're just kind of... I, it's not like... You do get a tour, but then it's open for you to just kind of explore the place and go. do your own shit. No. Well, let's... I would go Why? here, actually. Why do I you would. always tell me no? Why do you think I always tell you, you no? I don't... Yes <laughs> once. One we time. Did one par- we, w- we did one paranormal investigation. How did that go? Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> I ran You're away. I left, I left you and Blake. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty sad, like, the whole time I was there, but... Yeah. Yeah. I forgot okay. about that. You were whacked out i was like fucking weird that whole time weird the whole time yeah yeah anyway maybe that'll happen the next time i don't know maybe not maybe it'll be you maybe mm, maybe neither it was a little annoying okay (laughs) (laughs) the hauntings are you ready i have like a whole page and a half of this fucking tell me all your hauntings coming out strong coming out swinging there's a childish wraith known as radiant boy i Beg your fucking pardon. He is seen what? in the pink room. His name is Radiant Boy. So during the night, at the sweet, sweet hour of midnight, uh-huh. the wraith the wraith cries out. Yeah. Whether in fear or pain, we don't know. Okay. 
the cries are so loud. They're not, they're not like distant. Like, did you hear that? They are so fucking loud that it goes down the hallways. Everyone hears it. Uh And I don't know. There's a passage that cuts into. So there's a, I guess there's a passage near the pink room. I have no fucking clue. I couldn't understand this part of it. Anyways, you hear the cries first. And then there will always be a bright halo light, just a bright ass light. And then a boy dressed in blue will come out of this light. Or follow Ew. this light. Yes. Okay, I don't so like that's that. why he's called Radiant Boy. That's why he's called Radiant Boy. And who who's ever it happens to the person in the pink room. Okay. So whoever is in the pink room, you're meeting Radiant Boy. So during some renovations in this area, the bones of a small child were discovered. Oh with, no! With decaying blue cloth around the bones. That breaks my heart. Actually, that's yeah, really was- fucked up and not okay. Really fucking sad. So they were, the, the remains were taken and the remains were given a proper Christian burial. Uh-huh. And Radiant Boy was seen no more. That, yeah, that makes sense. Until. Wait. <laughs> there's more? Yes. More so Radiant, Radiant Boy? Radiant Boy was gone until the owner started letting people, like just strangers, sleep in the room. And I guess he didn't like that. So guests complained of a blue flash of light that shoots out of the wall and people will just attribute it to like electrical like faulty electrical blue arc yeah and there's no electricity in that wall (laughs) i don't like that there's no electricity in that wall uh no Mm -mm. no so (laughs) another spirit that runs the castle is that of lady berkeley she i i don't know what year uh was a wife of lord gray she is here. She is heard walking the halls, and her dress will rustle across the floor. Oh, that's spooky. <laughs> I don't like the rustly sound anyway, but like, mm-mm. yeah. And usually, when like you suspect she's around, you get like a cold chill and just a bad feeling. Like you don't feel good. You feel really sad. Is she like a bad lady. Because nope, her hu- this is fucked up. Her husband left her in the castle, and he ran away with her. <gasps> No. Yep. So the lady was left alone in the castle with only her daughter. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so sad. Can you imagine that your husband leaves you for your sibling? Oh my gosh. What a (laughs) what a floozy. Her husband's a floozy, not her. Right, right, right. So that's why goodness. That's why you get a bad feeling because it's just like stupid. She's sad. I'd be fucking yeah. sad too. I'd be pissed. That too. Be a fucking hot flash if you walk into a room with me. If that happened. Yeah. Well, Jeez. when you die, it is going to be a hot flash. So that's true. Because I'm going to go to hell. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Oh my goodness. Gary picked me up from work today, and like he was talking to like so, talking to people up front because he came in the building, and like he looks over at me and he goes, "Hey," which some of these people do not know that he is my husband. So. He's just talking to this person. He looks at me and he goes, hey, did you crawl out of hell? And I went, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, because you're fucking hot. <laughs> and the girl he was talking to goes, she's married. And he goes, yeah, she is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I died. Ch- oh, my God. That was so good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> that's that's the best. That I is know. the app. Damn. Oh, I love I him. Wanna... He's precious. He's my that's favorite so... person. I want to do that. I need to, it's I need worth to it. do that. Okay, anyways. Oh, it's great. Okay. Hey, baby girl, did you crawl out of hell? Oh, my fucking God. 
What? Oh, that could that could either go really fucking well or really yeah. fucking bad. I love it. <laughs> it went really well for me, but that's okay. Oh my god. Anyways, remember how you said I said we were going to circle back to the torture? Oh no. Yes. So I thought it was going to be a longer circle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Deal with it. So there is legend. I don't think there's actual proof. Is what I gathered from the internet of a cruel cruel torturer by the name of john sage okay and he was appointed by king edward the first at the task of torturing scottish people that they captured oh torturing and killing by the way so it's uh, according to legend he killed 700 7500 men women and children of scotland i don't like that because he did not like them so he very much so enjoyed doing it and then he would sometimes just torture them and then toss them down the oubliette or in the dungeon. I don't know. Uh, and then just kind of let them die. So, however, fucker gets his fate. He, he gets his cards dealt back to him. According to the legend, don't ask me why. What the fuck? Don't ask me nothing. Okay, this is what the internet tells me. And the internet never lies. <laughs> he, he met his own fate when he accidentally, accidentally killed a tribes a scottish tribesman's daughter i don't know Quote, how unquote, he acts, accidentally no right you don't i don't accidentally know. kill someone no especially not when you're a <sighs> right so the tribes for a living i don't know well apparently he was in love with this tribesman daughter i don't get it i don't know i don't know anyways so the tribe got their revenge by slowly ripping him apart and taking his body parts as souvenirs and that's the fucking scottish way <laughs> So, so today you can hear screams of the tortured down in the torture room in Oubliette dungeon, okay. the whole kitten caboodle, right? And there's also like a dark silhouette of like a man that is seen and they assume that to be Sage himself. Huh. Ha ha. Well. Ha ha ha. All right. So do you want to learn of the witch of the castle? Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell All me right, about so it. Okay. Weirdly enough. Yeah, I put a link in my notes of the painting, but the painting Ooh. is of a Spaniard woman who is the witch of the castle. Okay, I don't know why there's a picture of a Spanish woman. I don't know why she tortures, haunts the place. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. But here we are. This is this is just where we are. She's a staple of the place, and she is everywhere and anywhere in the castle. She is not. Oh yeah. She's not uh, ground to one place. Roams roams all of it. And her particular role in this is that she curses anybody who takes something from the castle that does not belong to them. I mean, that's a totally reasonable thing. If come, somebody comes into my house and takes my shit without my permission, absolutely. Cursed. Yeah. Cursed. You bitch. Yeah. Don't take my shit. <laughs> so people send shit back to the castle with an apology note asking the witch to stop. Good. And there's a table in the castle of all the things that have been returned with their apology notes next to them. That's interesting. I wonder if that's a job. Like, let, let me explain my, my thought here. So, oh, my God. I wonder if there is a job where it's just you take the letter, like, like you get the stuff and you put it out on the table, and you take the letter and you read it out loud to the witch. And you say, hey, this person, so-and-so, is very sorry for taking such-and-such such item from your castle. They request that you reverse what you have done to them. Thank you. I wonder if that's a job. I'm sure it's either the owner the tour guide or the warden. Damn it, I, I would want that job. Bah. Might be the warden. Man. <laughs> I Damn know. Me. You're calling in life. You missed it. <laughs> Seriously. No joke. 
What the fuck? So many callings. You poor thing. I mean, I can make that up. I mean, we could just, I don't want to take a rock from the Bell Witch. No, I don't either. I want to go visit, but I don't want to take anything. Where is Goatman's Bridge? I don't remember. Hold on. Uh, Texas. Is there not one in Maryland? I thought there was a Goatman's Bridge in Maryland. Maryland. Hold on. Uh, Jericho? Covered Bridge? No, maybe. Is that a haunted bridge? That's the haunted bridge that I see. Okay. Well, there's Uh, a haunted bridge in Maryland. War soldiers. Okay. Maybe. Why did I think it was Goatman's Bridge in Maryland? I don't know. Maybe that was a fever dream. It could have honestly been a dream. That also that actually now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was a dream. Never mind. We're Fair just, enough. Okay. Never mind. I don't know why I thought because I was like get in the fucking car. We're going to Goatman's Bridge. It's in fucking yeah. Maryland. But then no, I was like, it's I don't in Texas. Go there. Thank you. Okay. I don't want to go there. I'm good. Really? Yeah, that's one of the things that made um oh Nick quit ghost adventuring with Zach because Zach fucking antagonized the shit out of stuff and he got like uh, attacked. So that's fair. No. Mm-mm. I don't okay. want to go. Never mind. I'm good. Okay. All right. So the, there's a, of course, it's a castle. There's so there's a lady in white. Always, always. Uh, she, she's been seen a few times, but not documented very well. She okay. asked one of the servants for a glass of water in the middle of the night. So when the servant turned around and handed her a glass, the lady in white was gone. Ooh, Ooh spooky. So here are some random stories from visitors uh, from the castle that written on their own blog or paranormal the paranormal logbook. Yeah. One one woman spending the night said that she heard another woman yelling, help me, but it was like a very raspy, help me. Eee. So that was that was gross. The historian tour guide refuses to spend one night in the castle, and he says that the King Edward room, the first, is haunted as shit, most active. He said that he had a group in the room, and they were all looking around, and the only door into the room busted open which by the way these are all like heavy wooden doors so they don't just fly the fuck open so it flew open and then the very medievally metal chandelier in the side of the room just started like spinning and twisting ew i guess i think i think they all like ran the fuck out of there yikes a guest was hearing footsteps in the room that he was sleeping in yeah and then the faucets were being turned on in the room that's rude don't waste the water it freaked him out so badly. He did not spend the night in the room. He he spent the night on the couch, like Shit. out in the just not in the room. Buddy, anything <laughs> that can get in the room can get near the fucking couch. Hello. No, no, because like some ghosts only stay. In yeah, the room. but I'd rather take my chances. Ugh, couch is not defensible. Not really a room is defensible either. But yeah, uh-huh. I was about to say now there's a bed. At least you have a backing <laughs> of a couch. Yeah. Just. Just you're tired. Unless so. something like leans over the back of the couch and looks at you. Mm-mm. That's worse. Bro. That's Bro. way fucking worse. No. That's a new fear unlocked. New you're welcome. Fear unlocked. Yeah. No, because I can just imagine like big creepy figgies and then like a fucking face. Mm-mm. No, I'm good. Anyways. I take the bed. Thank you. You're welcome. But what if the figgies come out from underneath the bed and grab your anky? You keep it under the covers for safety. Hello. Oh, my God. Duh. Oh, my God. Okay. Last one. <laughs> The, uh, there was another guest who was doing the overnight ghost hunt, and they noticed a blue flash out of the corner of their eye. Ooh. But it was in the middle of the night, so they were like, that had to have been, like, a trick of the eye, right? Like, yeah. had to have been. Very, very, very soon after they saw that flash, they heard, like, a door. Yeah. Like, swing. And then they heard tiny little footsteps go running down the hallway. Nope. No. So that is Chillingham Castle. It's very chilling. I hate you. That was good. What do you mean? <laughs> that was really funny. Ugh. 
You're really punny. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I said. Great. It's great. So out of how many ghosts? Uh, I would say a solid four out of five ghosts. That was <gasps> really? quite good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yours was good too. Thanks. How many ghosts? <laughs> um, I gave it seven out of ten. No, oh, okay. That's acceptable. I'll take that. Great. Cool, cool, cool. I love how we change the scales. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's acceptable. Okay. All right, cool. Great. Love it here. Me too. We. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. I had a good time. So if you want to... Huh? I had a good time. I'm glad you did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, I'm going to wrap this up, all right? <laughs> yes. Jesus. Okay, so if you want to check us out, please be sure to head over to our website at com. We have a contact page. If you want to drop us a joke or a story request, please be sure to put it there. Yeah. Sprink- sprinkle that in there. We are on social media, kind of, at H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. Twitter. And that's it. That's all yeah. I have. That's all. That was great. Thank you. Great. Okay. Thanks so much, everybody. Another episode of the books. Done. Bam. With with another awkward closing, because we don't have a closer. Fuck no. (laughs) Closers are for losers. Closers are for people who have their shit together. Yeah, and that's not us. No. No. Absolutely not. Okay. All right. I want to go to bed, so. Hey, me too. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or the the lady at the place in the castle and the stuff. And the white. The white lady in the castle with the white on. Yeah. Of all the hauntings, that one? Yeah, that one's the one that just jumped out in my brain. I don't know. Don't the, look at me. The the witch? I, she was really pretty, but I'd already said the white lady. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't switch it to the, the witch lady. So <laughs> she's here we not are. white. <laughs> Correct. She wasn't white. Okay. All right. So, here we are. Go, go to bed. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>